Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health freedom. And in that light, I'm always in the market for interviewing entrepreneurs, coaches, influencers, creators, getting those insights and sharing them with the audience. So today we have Catherine Yarbrough and she is a um she is the founder of Manifesting Clients Academy and she's a um she's also a found the founder of Vibrant Speaker Coach and today is going to be talking all about your voice, social media, authenticity, growing your business. It's going to be a great conversation and I'm I'm happy to welcome her to the show. So Catherine, welcome. Thank you so much, Christopher. It's a delight to be here with you. Um, I'm so happy to have you on the show. I'm always looking for um, influencers. Tell us more about yourself and how you got started. Well, thank you for asking. And I started as an entrepreneur in 2001 with a dance movement therapy private practice. For people who don't know what dance movement therapy is, and I'm curious as to whether or not you've ever heard of it with your background, Christopher. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, Not specifically. I've heard movement and different types can be a good form of therapy, but I'm happy to hear more about it. So yes, dance movement therapy is a form of psychotherapy in that we use movement and words to help people uh, heal at that kind of a level. Before I started my private practice, I worked in a hospital setting with people who had eating disorders and mood disorders. And that kind of work wasn't really satisfying for me because people in hospital settings typically are really uh, struggling at that stage, if they have to go into a hospital. So I wanted to work with people who were higher functioning or healthier at the moment in their life. And so I started a private practice as a dance movement therapist. And along the way, because dance movement therapy is kind of weird and people don't know about it, I had to learn all about marketing. And as I learned about marketing, I also learned about the law of attraction and how how what we're thinking and how we're vibrating impacts whether or not we attract clients. So I then began after a few years, after applying what I learned and growing a private practice, I started to teach other 
heart-based entrepreneurs how to do what I had learned how to do. And as time went on, I discovered that I actually really prefer working with entrepreneurs. And specifically, I typically work with women entrepreneurs who are on purpose and called to do what they do, coaches, healers, that kind of folks. And in 2017, I launched the Manifesting Clients Academy and haven't looked back. And this past December, I got a download, inspiration of how to help people become more expressive speakers. Because since COVID, we're all on so we're all on Zoom calls and I'm seeing these people sitting on Zoom calls with these blank faces and not using any gestures and not changing their voice. And for the past five and a half years, I've been developing my speaking skills. And I wondered, Christopher, why was I able to use gestures so easily? Why was I able to engage the audiences so easily when I was seeing my colleagues not be able to do that? And I realized in this download in December of last year of 2021 that it has to do with some experiences I had along the way as I developed myself in with movement and dance. And so now I have a whole program that I share with people. I call it Speak With Your Body and I use it in different ways with my clients. So now I'm supporting folks and being authentically vibrant speakers who attract clients. And it's great. I love, I love what I'm doing now. Like I'm feeling such joy in the moment. Yeah. I can feel your energy. I can feel that this, you know, this work gives you a lot of um, energetic benefit. You, you know, you mentioned a lot of uh, things in your intro, for example, heart-based coaching, which is, um, I'm very curious. Um, but uh, one thing we'll talk about, um, Talk, well, first is uh, what are what is a heart based uh, coach or therapist? This is very interesting. Oh well, the way I'm using that term is not necessarily physically based, but it might be. What I'm talking about are people who care about people, and so I will often talk about on purpose entrepreneurs or heart based entrepreneurs. The I think of on-purpose entrepreneurs as folks who feel called to do what they do. So there's a driving force. Like I know you, something happened along the way and you you have shifted a bit on your journey. My sense is that you were probably called. It's one of the reasons why I said, yes, I want to be on your podcast is it, I was intrigued about your path with that. And heart-based, when I use that term, it's Really, some people decide to be entrepreneurs because they just want to make more money. And I know that you're here talking to people about making more money. And I think money is really needed. We all need money. <laughs> we can't do what we do. We don't have money. And we can do so much more when we have more money. And for me, caring about people has always been as important and primary as well as being called and following that call. Interesting. Like I said, I, I have, um, I use my senses and, you know, sometimes I get uh, what you described, you know, a download or an inspiration or, you know, hunches, you know, these things. Um, so I usually, I usually follow them and it's always led me to, to the right place. Um, one thing is, um, we'll talk about kind of, um, the, uh, the essential skills and traits of, you know, the qualities that you're discussing. And then we'll talk about kind of the the nuts and bolts. So we talk about as a speaker, you have to be authentic. Um, and you talk about 
conditioning that suppresses someone's authentic vibrancy? Give us an example. Oh, oh, great. What a fantastic question. So yes, what I've discussed, people aren't boring or not expressive because they mean to not be expressive most of the time. Some people were trained through speaker training to be really still and upright and not expressive, in which case they were conditioned in that speaker training to do it that way, to look more presidential. As entrepreneurs, I believe that we need to share who we truly are. And that comes through our facial expressions and our gestures and our full body movement and through our changes in our voice. So if we don't allow that energy to flow through us, then the people who we're listening can't really feel us. And if they feel us, they can go, yeah, I like that vibe. I like that person. I like how she feels or he feels to me. Or no, I don't. And we want people to be able to discern that before they take a next step. Because if they don't, we'd rather them figure that out sooner. And the more we can be who we truly are, who we are at the core and let that out, the easier it is for folks. So what happened along the way? In our childhood or in corporate America, for some people, either place, We were told things like sit still, be good, especially for the women, be nice. And in that process, and it was at home and at school, people learned to sit still, to not let that authentic expression come through. Here's one example. One of my clients, I call her Lisa because I don't like to use real names. When she was growing up, her mother would often speak in an impulsive way that was mean and hurtful. So my client, Lisa, decided to censor her words. She would think about every word before she spoke. And as a result, she would speak in a really slow, almost monotone way. And as an entrepreneur, that does not serve her. So when she went through this process with me, we talked about it. We discovered that was part of what was going on. And through the journey, she was able to break free and is now much more expressive and able to attract her clients. So it's so exciting to see that transformation. That's one example. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting with, you know, talking to you is the the types of concepts that you're describing and the, the way you use your words, like, for example, authentic vibrancy and, um, you know, which is kind of is a is a pattern shift and you know because it kind of puts you into this state of you know curiosity the one thing is um one thing is uh what are the six types of nonverbal skills you think entrepreneurs should master okay yeah <laughs> this is a great question so what i noticed in doing this process of transforming my work and recognizing and looking at what is it that's going on when someone is authentically vibrant and what's happening when they're not authentically vibrant. And as a result, I created this really cool assessment, authentic vibrant, authentically vibrant assessment that points to six of these nonverbals. And then I'll tell you the, I'm sorry, points to five of them that you actually can score yourself on. And give yourself, ultimately, between this page and the next page, a score of up to 100. Most people are 40 to 60, just in case you decide to get my authentically vibrant assessment. But so one type of nonverbal is facial expression. And I cannot tell you how many people don't allow their face to change. And 
if our face isn't changing, we are not, we are missing out a whole realm of communication that's not happening. Another is gestures. So we can gesture with our hands, we can gesture with our head. Though I break those down on that sheet of paper, there's different kinds of gestures that we can do. A third type of nonverbal, actually, this is kind of different than this, and I'm getting, I don't want to confuse people. So anyway, a third type of nonverbal is your full body movement. If you allow your torso to become involved when you're speaking, then what's happening is that you're speaking from your core. You're really speaking your truth. You can, when you feel passionate about something, your torso is going to be involved. But if you're not letting it be involved and there's a split between your head and your torso, Mm -hmm. then typically you're coming from your head, your intellectual, which Christopher, you might have used to be like that. But now that you're opening up to new ways, you're probably letting more things through. At least that's my story about a lot of doctor type people. Anyway, that's three. A fourth type is voice change, vocal variety. So you want to be able to change your voice. That's a nonverbal indicator. And a fifth type, this is so interesting. I have these six types and I should have them all memorized for sure. Um, A fifth type is actually listening. So I know I'm missing one. So I'll look on my thing in just a second. We need to be able to listen. And that's a nonverbal skill. Mm. And it's tricky on Zoom when we're speaking and and want to look at the camera. How can I also look at you or whoever's in the room? And I got to learn to feel you. So Mm. those are those. Let me just make sure I'm not missing something that's right here. Well, I'm not going to worry about it. I'll go back and see what did I forget. I need to quiz myself on my six types of nonverbal communication. Well, I think the uh, ones you described are very... um especially the torso i you know i feel like when i speak and then you you uh in, you better your posture and your chest is up and then you can project and um use your gestures and you're that more effective as as a speaker you also talk about five steps you teach to attract clients with speaking tell us more about that absolutely so five steps to attract clients with speaking one is to be authentically vibrant as I said before, it, when we're authentically vibrant, the people can feel us and go, I want more of that. That feels really good. I want to hang out with that person more. What can I do to do that? And a second step to uh, you speaking to attract clients is actually to craft a good presentation that interests your ideal clients. If you are talking about, well, let's say your ideal clients, let's say you stuck with physicians as your ideal clients, because that's what this show is for, right? And then you you decide to get a belly dancer on here and I'm going to teach you physicians how to belly dance. I mean, like that may not be what they're interested in. So I, I'm thinking you're over there doing this show, having me as a guest on here because you want to open more people up to the whole entrepreneurial path, which is interesting to me. Again, I was intrigued when I said yes to be on the show. Like, hmm, am I really a fit for this? But this guy's on a path. So I'm going to say yes to this. So anyhow, when we speak, we need to craft content that our ideal clients go, I I need to hear that. Or, oh, I like hearing that. The third step is to name your presentation so that people actually show up for it. Because if we're not naming it right, nobody's going to pay attention. So we need to know what our ideal clients are interested in 
not only put it in the content, but make sure the name calls to them. A fourth step is to include a call to action. So I'm here. I said, here, get my free authentically vibrant assessment, right? Call to action. If someone's listening to this, I have that, that goes, oh, I like Catherine. I feel her vibe. I want more. <laughs> They've got a next step. If they go to my website at manifestingclientsacademy.com forward slash how vibrant am I, they can get this. So wherever we are, whether we've crafted a presentation we need, or we're being interviewed in a situation like this, we need a next step for people to do. And we need that next step to make sense based on what we're sharing and also be something simple and easy for the people in the room to be able to take. So if we're speaking for three days, maybe that next step is a big $5,000 program. If we're speaking for 30 minutes, Maybe it's a free thing or a low cost come to my master class, but we need next steps in order to attract clients. And the fifth step is to find or create places to speak is why I'm here. I love the, um, I love the idea of creating spaces because finding it is you have to go and search and you have to pitch and get accepted and all this, but if you create your own space and then you can create from there, uh, you have a lot more potential. So, um, the other um, interesting thing is, let's see here. What are the five steps listeners can use to grow their on-purpose business? Oh, thank you so much for this question. You see my book in the back, Keep Moving Forward? They, those are in that book. And that book came out in twenty last year, 2021, August. And anyhow, okay, so you see, if you can see it, there's a car, a woman in a car. So the way I like to explain these steps is by the metaphor of going on a trip in your car. Okay, so I'm in Florida. If I wanted to go to Seattle, for example, or if I wanted to go on a trip, I need to know where I want to go. <laughs> right? So I decide I want to go to Seattle. And I then will Google Seattle. I'll start to see pictures of Seattle. I'll start to see what's going on in Seattle. So first step is we need to vision where we're going. If you want to grow a business, where are you going? And I've been working on, I don't know about you, but I've been working a lot on my 2023 vision. I'm so excited about the different pieces and I'm imagining it in my mind. Once we have a vision of where we want to go, then we can fill in all the details. But without that vision, without that knowing, oh, I want to make an impact where 40 women entrepreneurs become authentically vibrant speakers who attract clients, without that vision and that feeling and that seeing of the programs that I offer, I'm not going to do anything. So starts with a vision. Now, if we think of a car, we're going, we're going on a trip. There are, in this metaphor, four people in the car plus the trunk. The person in the driver's seat, think of as the visioner. That's the person who's looking down the road, going to stay focused on that vision. Now, front seat passenger, that person or part of you is what I like to call the uh, blah, 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 blah. The name's going to come to me, but it's the person who creates the map and the plan, you know, pulls out that map and says, we're going in the right direction or, oh, let's design the map, pulls out Google. We'll go this way. So we need to have a part of ourselves who creates a plan. 
In the back seat, we got two folks. One is the action taker. They jump out of the car, go run into the store, get the food for the snack. So we all get to eat or whatever. And with our business, for example, I'm here because of Podmatch. I took action. You took action on Podmatch. You took action by creating this podcast. So we need to take action. And that's a big part of actually growing our businesses. The other person in the back seat is the person who's talking to you, the back seat driver. What are you saying to yourself? <laughs> I'm glad you laughed at that. Because, you know, I mean, we're talking to ourselves all the time. Are we saying things that support us in going to our goals? Or are we saying things like, you're a crazy idiot for doing this? And what the heck are you doing? So we need to make sure our backseat driver is talking to us in a way that is actually useful and help, helps us moving forward. And then we got the trunk. Do you have a bunch of garbage in your trunk weighing you down, keeping you in your driveway so you don't get to go to Seattle at all? Or have you cleaned out your trunk, which is a metaphor for, of course, all of those messages and stuff that we heard along the way. And uh, and it could be stuff as I look at my desk that needs to be decluttered, I keep saying. So yeah, so those are the five steps. Vision, plan, take action, talk to yourself in a supportive way and clear out your truck. Interesting. I love the um, the tips about clearing out the emotional baggage and replacing your backseat drivers, two of my big biggest pet peeves. Let's see here. Um, and then, so, you know, we kind of get the ingredients of, you know, how you approach this, which is a lot, you know, it's very uh, interesting on in terms of how you approach this and how you teach clients, uh, which is why I have you here. Um, now you talk about marketing. So especially I know you, you're bigging into um, Facebook and lives. And then I know live streaming is, is actually becoming really popular. So tell us how we can bring our live streamings to life. Well, thank you for asking that. I love all these great questions that you're asking. And to bring your Facebook lives to life, you need to be authentically vibrant. In other words, break free totally break free from that childhood or corporate conditioning. Let your face change. Use some gestures, which means you got to know where your stage is. When we're in person, we're on a stage and we have a certain amount of room. In here, we have this room that we can use. So if you're doing gestures down here, they're not very effective. Bring your gestures up here, be intentional with them. And you get to move forward and you get to move back. So there's all kinds of really cool things that so many people are not taking advantage of to bring your Facebook lives to life. Mm -hmm. interesting, interesting. Especially the hand gestures. That's interesting. And then moving back and forth. Uh, wow. Yeah. And then you can do this. If you, if there was a reason to do that, I mean, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing or. Anyway, there's so, yeah. So there is way more than what most people, almost everybody is just yeah. sitting here. Excellent. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, a lot of really new ideas and like concepts brought to, you know, viewed in a different way. Um, I'm going to check out your book, Keep Moving Forward. I'm sure it's on Amazon. Um, yes. um, how can people contact you, follow you and uh, reach out mm -hmm. to you? Oh, great. Thanks for asking. So yes, the book is on Amazon. Make sure you've got the one with the car because there's a few books that are called Keep Moving Forward. <laughs> and I welcome any entrepreneurs that are cool um, and in particular heart-based and on purpose to my Facebook group, which is called Vibrant 
entrepreneurs. It's a great group. And of course, you can go to my website, which is currently manifestingclientsacademy.com, but it's going to be changing in 2023 to vibrantentrepreneurs.com. So I'm very excited about that. Interesting. And for all the listeners out there, um, thank Catherine for coming onto the show. All her resources will be in the links, show notes. Be sure to check her out on social media website. So thanks so much for a great conversation. And thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. My pleasure. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week